Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Chris, joined by my brothers, Adam. Hello. And Eric. Hello. We're back in the room once more to give our take on video games. And in this week's episode, we've got two main topics, one of them being Gamescom, which happened uh, last week. Uh, there was the opening night and there was lots of reveals and lots of announcements and lots of trailers. And so we'll be talking in general about some of the ones that caught our eye or didn't catch our eye maybe and, and just giving our general thoughts on some of the stuff they've shown. And then in the latter half of this episode, we're going to be having a spoiler talk on Icky Island, the expansion in the Ghost of Tsushima director's cut, which we talked non-spoiler about last week. So now we're going to get into the spoilers of the actual story of that uh, particular expansion because we've all finished it um so we're going to talk gamescom first because it's more general more people will be able to listen to that segment of the conversation because it's just about announcements and things and our thoughts on stuff and then we'll give the spoiler warning before we get into icky island in case you're someone that hasn't played it yet or really wants to keep that a surprise for yourself maybe that's a game you're hoping to pick up later on um however if you've played it then great welcome to discussion and if you don't care and just want to listen to three guys talk about icky island and, and more ghost of tsushima stuff then welcome to the discussion if at any point you want to join in on the discussion and you're watching this on youtube be sure to jump down into the comments and share your own thoughts down below or if you're listening to audio platforms you can also touch base with us on social media facebook instagram and twitter at the brothers take to give your take on everything we talk about today. You can also support us by following the podcast, or again, if you're watching this on YouTube, give this a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and click that notification bell so you know when future content comes out. But without further ado, let's talk about some gaming. Okay, so let's start with Gamescom, because that's more general. Everyone, everyone can listen to, to us talk about Gamescom. Mm. Uh, how much stuff did you check out? How did you feel about it? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I, I didn't get around to watching it from beginning to end. Sure, I was just because because of the way I was working and everything, because of other stuff I had to do. I just kind of like right, it'd be easier for me to just watch just the game and trailers. Just to get the the main, uh, the main kind of gist of what they're releasing, mm-hmm. there was so many trailers that I was getting to a point where I was like, "Is is this even Gamescom or is yeah, just yeah. loads of people <laughs> release things at the?" And they were all right. they were, they all like for, I think about an hour maybe. All right, like not all an hour in one go, but an hour just in general. There was a lot of indie games. There was a lot of indie games. A lot of indie games. Yeah. I I don't think I've seen in all the time I spent watching game trailers and gameplay oaks. I can't remember if I saw a AAA game because <laughs> right. there was that many. So uh, there was a lot sprinkled into the Xbox live stream. There was a lot sprinkled into the opening night live, which was like a big conference thing. And then there was just a lot sprinkled over the other days and they were just thrown onto YouTube. But then there was even people that weren't part of it. But like they would just throw their trailer up on YouTube, but they would hashtag Gamescom at the same time because why really, wouldn't you yeah. ride that wave, right? It's so really confusing, wasn't it? I, I thought it was. It was um, it was weird that to me, like the Xbox live stream was on the Monday or something. Yeah, was it the Monday? And on the Tuesday was opening night live. But then there was a pre-show like, and then there was a post-show and then yeah. But I was like, 
but that's not the opening night because the Xbox Gamescom conference was the first night. So that was the opening night. Yeah. So what? <laughs> yeah. And then I was really fucking puzzled by um, Halo Infinite, which finally has its release date, which is awesome. Yeah. And there was a lot of stuff around that. I was like, why did Xbox not end their one with that? As opposed to throwing that into the middle of like, like yeah. that is Xbox's big thing this year. Why wouldn't they? It was weird setup to me. Like it was just the the decisions that were made baffled me. <laughs> really baffled me. Yeah, I th- I just felt overall it was like very much a quantity over quality. Like, do we need to know every game announcement? Like all of them. Could you imagine if like Warner Brothers or Universal or whatever did the same thing for their films? Like, or no, that would, they wouldn't be because that that was just they're just two different studios. But imagine every studio in the world <laughs> just started like tr- showing you all the shit they're making. Like, yes, it's great. I think the Future Game Show is a good spot for a lot of those game announcements. It mm. seems to be more towards the indie and and steam and, and all that kind of stuff so that's a great spot for it but it's like there's just like these should be better managed throughout the year right because a lot of this shit we we, we already saw i thought like we saw them in the summer some of them yeah. we even saw last year in the game awards and even with e3 it felt like there's like too much shit like there's like too much to pay attention to and they could manage this better like i think jeff because he's obviously involved with um, the Game Awards E3 and this, mm-hmm. should try and get all these people together and, and figure out, like, okay, so when is your announcement? Or when is the actual game coming out? Like, Do you really need to be shown this three times a year? When's the best place yeah. for that? Right? Like, what's your <laughs> development like, like? Is every game Deathloop now? You know, it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it'd be great to get, like, okay, so you've got the Game Awards at the end of the year, you got the Summer Game Fest then or e3 whichever you want to call that and then and then gamescom and it's like okay so how far is this game in development and when's the best point during that year to show this game that you have right is there really any point in throwing a trailer for a game that's coming out in 2023 no like is is maybe show that next year or something like i don't don't quite we we, we've seen in the past as well one game in particular where they advertise it too early and then by the time it came out, it was garbage and everyone hated it. So, yeah, I think advertising too early. That's happened a lot, isn't it? Like Last Guardian, yeah. for example. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and even um, like there's some of them like, well, even think about, I don't know, it, it changed over the years, but like Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you remember? Like that was, that was, that was, that was revealed. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was versus 13 first, it was called. Yeah. And it was shown before there was a 13-2 even. It was like in conjunction with the whole 13 trilogy thing or whatever. Yeah. And then like 10 years later, we get what that is. And it's like, it's kind of different now. <laughs> and, it's, and like everyone, it was terrible in a way because not the game. I actually enjoyed that game. Right. But it's terrible that the the what happened was the expectation for everyone going and reviewing was, 10 years in the make it was it worth the wait and it's like this game is not 10 years in the make it it was like over 10 years it has restarted about fucking five six times like but it's yeah unfortunately that was the if something's revealed and then it takes that long before it actually gets into people's hands i think there's always going to be kind of unrealistic expectations yeah 
Like, obviously, yeah. games do take a while to make. We mm. can see that, but it's just, you know, if you don't have anything to show, like, why show it? Anything can go wrong. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not yeah. as if, I don't know, are they trying to please, you know, the s- s- people who bought the stocks? Or, like, who who are they actually advertising to here? Uh, Steam. That's what they're advertising it, because pretty much every game I looked at was Steam. Steam. Yeah, that's a lot of future Steam. games. Actually, though, like, yeah. and a lot of that stuff, do you think, um, that's like, look at, maybe Steam did push it, because they're like, we're selling a Steam Deck this year. We okay. want to show off all these kinds of games that you're going to play on this handheld device. I don't know, because I mean, the, the future game show during the summer was that as well, wasn't it? It was a lot of, it's, yeah. it's very Steam driven. Um, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. it was just, could be something. I think it's just the PC platform in general has always been kind of missing a little bit. Their presence has been missing during all these different games festivals. And this is now an opportunity for them to have a presence, I think. I, I, I see yeah. more like that. Which is fair. Yeah. And actually, there was a lot more... Um, like, I think of all the studios or whatever, like, Sony was the one that was really missing here in a in a big way, I felt. Um, Xbox fucking are killing it this year. What did you think of their show, though? I mean, I wasn't crazy about it, but yeah. what I'm saying is, like, this Christmas, right? You look at last holiday season. Hmm. PlayStation owned it. We'll care what anyone says. Because okay. their launch lineup mattered yeah. big time. And that actually did affect a lot of people's purchase decisions. They were like, Spider-Man and fucking Demon Souls. Fuck yeah. And then the thing that was supposed to launch on Xbox, Halo Infinite, was delayed with no sign of when it was coming. And everyone was really disappointed by that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously, yes, Game Pass was a huge selling point. But this holiday season... People can get their Halo Infinite. They can get their themed Xbox. They can get their themed controller. There's a lot happening. Um, and now Game Pass has a lot more games on it. So it's like it's even a better time to get the Xbox Series X this year. Yeah. There's nothing for the PlayStation this holiday season. Like I'm, I'm sure there's smaller games, but I can't believe the, the like I know, like, don't get me wrong, I'm actually very sympathetic towards developers always have been i totally understand if a game's not ready it's not ready i totally understand covid has affected so many things um it's not a surprise to me it's not a shock to me but just as someone who's obviously a fan of games there's the other side of me that is disappointed by a lot of the announcements that came that wasn't the only one but that disappointed the fuck enemy when they showed up and all they had to show us was it's been delayed, but they were like, they delivered it in such a way as like, we are now proud to announce or we're like excited to announce that. They they were like, you'll be happy to know, I think is how they started it. Yeah, and it's like, I would have worded this differently or maybe couple it with showing a little something. Yeah. There must be something else that can be shown unless they've been told to hold off because there's a Sony event coming up or something. Um, Hmm. But I was like, are they not? Yeah, like they're being real... um, I don't know. Sony's been really fucking quiet lately. Yeah, I wonder if that's the reason for these director's cuts, really. Like, um, you know, maybe they've always been planning to do them, but perhaps these are mm. just to fill the void a little bit. I was also disappointed that the whole thing ended 
on or at least that opening night uh, conference ended on Death Stranding director's Death Stranding. cut mm. because don't get me wrong I was quite excited for that I think it looks cool people have already played the bones of it though um, mm. I don't think you should end on that if anything I would have swapped around and ended on Halo uh, because that was more of a glory moment it's like we have a release date and there's a lot of stuff to come with it but I would have liked a little surprise as an actual ending I would have liked a little I don't know. Like part of me was like looking at Jeff Keighley there going like he, he had said before something about Hassan Karaman. Like maybe we'll get this little abandoned yeah. reveal at the end of this. Right. Like maybe we will. Uh, but, you know, I was oh, like, yeah, I just hope to look forward to, don't we? <laughs> yeah, but that's not coming this year. Like, we might get a reveal for what the fuck it, we, you know, you know what we'll get by the end of this year. Yeah. The cancellation announcement that is not happening. Yeah. The abandonment uh, of abandoned. Yeah. 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 I feel like there's like with the, <laughs> Dead Stranding thing. So Jeff is obviously very excited about that. For him, that reveal was a big deal. Yeah. Um, and I I noticed on Twitter as well. There's like this little bit of a like a, a wink, wink, nudge, nudge kind of tweets happening with the with that reveal trailer. Like specifically towards the end, there's something with this I think, and I don't really know what the fuck. Like with the kind of Metal Gear Solid style infiltration and then the use of this big whale again Mm -hmm. like what's the imagery of the whale all the time (laughs) do you not think it was just those are like little nods in there like do you not think he he's made a metal gear solid themed mission that's just themed of metal gear solid it's like here's just something for people that i know are fans of my work like you know like i I know that most of the people who picked up death stranding have played metal gear Mm mm-hmm Maybe. So here's a little like I know you guys are gonna really appreciate this, but I don't think he's like hiding any little secret announcements in 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 this stuff actually. No, maybe not, but I just think there's there's something. It's just it's a bit on the nose. Oh yeah. So I just think there's something with like and everything in that the stranding trailer, by the way, everything is in that is new. Like I've never seen any of that. Oh no no, I, yeah. and I and I get that, and I appreciate that, and but in reality that stuff was shown in the last yeah. trailer yeah, and it's just been expanded on. So it was like, an, it was like yeah. further explaining the stuff. And I don't have any issue with that being shown at this thing. I, that's cool. It's great. And it was probably a highlight for a lot of people ending the conference with it was weird to me though. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that's all like, I, I think you should end on a real high note. Um, and I, 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 don't, I don't know, know if that's the one to do it with. with out of everything they've shown. I don't know what they could have ended with. Of the ones that shown, I would have exp- I would have done Halo Infinite because people were waiting for that release date. They were, but with the lack of uh, campaign footage, we're yeah, really like don't get me wrong. I, like this game I, is coming out this year, and we still have no idea apart from the Greg the Craig meme. We have no idea what the campaign looks like. I know, like I I'm not saying that's that weird. The game is going to be amazing i hope it is yeah i, hope um, it is I think the multiplayer I, will be i would yeah i would like to pick it up myself but uh, i'm just saying that of all the things it's like at least it had something for people to be excited about it's like yes yeah. i can get that this year that's what i mean like it had a, a finality to it almost yeah. and also it's the themed xbox to celebrate 20 years of xbox and halo that to me was like a, a culmination type thing that i if I was laying it out differently, I would have ended with that. I really, I would have ended with a new reveal of something. But yeah. if you have, you know, 
I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You end up with uh, the Cult of Lamb or Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> that was my that favorite was... announcement. That was it really? Oh, so yeah, good. For, the whole, for the whole thing that like I'm that's definitely a game I'm picking up. That's my vibes all over. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funky, pretty cool. I don't know if I liked the look of the gameplay is the only thing, but I liked the overall art and, and the imagery <laughs> and the vibe like yeah, I like yeah. that. But I don't know if I like the look at the gameplay, to be honest. Like I think I could play it for about an hour and go I've gotten I've got I've yeah, personally it, gotten it, as it much as I can get out of it. Um a game pass kind of a kind of thing, I think. So it's the, Which would be great. The binding of Isaac. That's what it's like. It's like you know, yeah, some kinda. people will, will play it until the end, and then other most people will go like, "Yeah, I've, I've tried this. It's horrific, and uh, <laughs> I won't sleep now." But thank you. <laughs> Satan's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was kind of like that. Um, yeah, I don't know what excited me the most. Seafood um, was great. Yeah, oh, seafood looks great. I, every time I see that, I'm just like. It, it's, it's still not disappointing. I, I still don't know if I'll pick it up straight away. Yeah, yeah, I get you. But I still love the look of the gameplay. And we have a release date and everything, which is cool. Why is everything coming out next year? I swear yeah. to God, I'm saying it now. Some of the games that are now supposed to come out next year are getting delayed to the following year. I swear to God. Yeah, They're not all coming out next year. It's just such a busy year now, isn't it? It's too yeah. jam-packed that something's going to move. Yeah. Hogwarts Legacy is going to move to the following year. This year is a bit... Fucking weird now, isn't it? It's like it's like we're back in 2019. <laughs> Do you know what I would have loved for this to end with? But I I I don't know either they're either saving it for a Sony thing or they have nothing to show. Mm. I actually would have loved for this conference to end with because last year we got a first look at Final Fantasy 16. Okay, yeah, and they oh, said yeah. more to more to come 2021. Oh, yeah. If they ended with another little trailer that to say, here's what we promised. Um. We've nothing else to show, but here's more about it, just to remind you that it's there. <laughs> here's that that would have been a cool thing again. to end with. Here's that. Yeah, the same, the same, one. <laughs> the same one reorganized. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is in a different order. Only we've no, but I think chaos the, into it. Yeah, yeah. Chaos. I need to kill chaos. <laughs> but that would have been a, a cool one to um, show, but I imagine they're saving that for a Sony event. I was really pretty chaotic. By, like, the amount of announcements have been... Um, gameplay to come in September, or gameplay more to show in September. Right, because one of those, yeah, shit yeah. Ton of them that said that it's like one of those is uh, Marvel's um, Midnight yeah, Suns. Midnight Suns. It's like the gameplay is coming this week, actually. So why wouldn't you just show it? I don't know. I don't why know. Why not it's a way show of like... it here? It's like why wait till September, yeah, which do, is literally just a week later. Do do a trailer and then just after the trailer, do just, the gameplay. It's, it was such a confusing event. That it was is it like... is it in their minds? Is it a way of like hyping interest that everyone then goes and checks out the gameplay because they're like, oh, I like these characters, but I don't know what the gameplay is like, so now I must go check out the gameplay. Yeah. And you, you get everyone talk, talking about it before they see it, and then you know sometimes there's something to be said for building hype. I'm the opposite way around with that. Like if I um, yeah yeah, you know I saw that trailer the at the fucking what's it called Midnight Suns. Yeah yeah. And I was just like, you I know, listen what to Metallica? Well, yeah, they made me want to listen to yeah. Metallica <laughs> and actually play the game. But when when you see these type of trailers, like the Suicide Squad, killing Superman one or whatever the fuck that's called, mm. um, when you just see a cinematic trailer, I'm like, I don't know what this game is. That this just makes me 
want an animated movie maybe but i have i'm i have little faith in what this game is going to be now because i I don't know what the gameplay is like it's like as if you're trying to disguise it here i get what you're saying yeah 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 uh, whereas it's, it's shows... those kind of um those old school like blizzard trailers where you're like this is the most amazing cinematic it is a shame that nothing that they put out <laughs> is going to look anything yeah. like this <laughs> yeah 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 uh, I, I do agree, but I have to say, actually, uh, in the entire conference, it was probably one of the games that intrigued me the most. Um, like, I'd be, I would be curious. Obviously, the gameplay might be a, a deal breaker, but in terms of what they were talking about, and also the choice of characters, I was like, you know, like, yeah, Avengers are cool and all, but growing up, yeah, there's people like really Blade cool and Ghost character. Rider and Wolverine, the darker Marvel characters are always not like that design for Ghost Rider, the cooler ones it's a particular run though i think like okay. the guy so I, I ended up watching the interview with the guy who's kind of the creative um director on it hmm. and it was quite interesting because so marvel wanted the guys who made XCOM to make a marvel game i actually initially when the trailer started i thought it was one of those marvel ultimate alliance games do you know those ones yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Look a bit like that. and if nothing else it see it feels like a spiritual successor to that kind of thing but anyway they, they came to the guys who made who were famous for making XCOM to say we'd like you to make a marvel game but they didn't say which one. And this guy was like, oh, well, my favorite comic series was the Midnight Suns of the 90s. So that's the one I want to make. Dope. Um, he was like, I'm really into that kind of dark gothic era of that particular Marvel story. Now, apparently like Iron Man and Captain America who are in the game or whatever were never part of that run. I so there might have been a, th- yeah, there, there was probably a case of we want these characters in there. Right. Um, which yeah. is like, well, okay, but this guy wanted to do like Blade and Ghost Rider and Doctor Strange and these darker characters, and then you make a character called the Hunter, who's your own personal superhero. Yeah. You form relationships with the characters around you, and you bring teammates out on missions. And to me, I can't wait to see the gameplay, but to me, that sounds like the Mass Effect formula. Well, he did say they called it a, RPG, so I'm going a to tactical assume it's RPG a bit more like it's going to be like it's, it's going to be top down. Yeah. They, 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 well, they said uh, it's not. It's not the XCOM gameplay. Yeah, that's what they all say. I mean, yeah. I mean, of course. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, just consider. Just like, I mean, maybe not. Up. Maybe not. But then that is also a, a worry for me because when a game studio tends to shift away from not what they're used to, right? Because they generally, you choose a game studio because of what they have established, their game engine, their, the, you know, the the programming, the the way they have it all running currently is why you choose that studio to do to do your game mm-hmm. um so when you look at something like square enix right you might think well th- they've got the the tomb raider series they're really really well established doing these kind of open kind of open area single player narrative experiences we want our avengers game like that and what do they do they go and fucking make kind of like a destiny style avengers game something that they're not used to mm-hmm. and it yeah it flopped so i i have a feeling it is going to be not bang on like xcom but uh very similar very similar to xcom well then let me park there for a second eric would that not excite you (laughs) you love xcom yes i do but um i feel like see with xcom it's you have the the choice base and the the sacrifice you have to make in warfare where your characters can die these characters you can build an attachment to but with marvel there's almost that sense of 
oh, well, they're not really going to die, are they? Because it's Iron Man. He can't die. Or if he does die, you're like, well, hold on. That's Iron Man. He's not supposed to die. So it's like either way, there's no win situation there. And also, I just think with a superhero game, that kind of top-down turn base wouldn't work as well with superheroes. Right. I was I more got... excited by the, the mobile one. Did you see that? Yeah, no, but I wasn't. <laughs> I, I mean, I downloaded yeah, it. it. I haven't tried it yet, but it just felt yeah. to me like that. that's more of a the superhero style like i mean it's it's the you know third person action adventure and it's like this is the type of game i would want from like marvel to me in terms of the games uh is a bit like the 40k games it, for me it's like why are all these like why can't you just nail this right <laughs> the only no. marvel game that seems to nail it right now is insomniac's spider-man but all the rest of them they're just too disjointed and there's many different types and they don't feel connected and it's like you've got such badass characters and lore and you're just incapable of capturing that in gameplay. Yeah, I think largely you're right. Like, I think what they tend to do is like, what if we made a this style game with Marvel characters as opposed to building the game around the Marvel character to make? And like, yeah. yeah, so Insomniac took that like rock steady approach and they were like, let's build the game around Spider-Man. And also they were obviously very inspired by what the PS2 Spider-Man 2 did. Mm-hmm. in terms of swinging and stuff and having a playground but they were very much like the game mechanics in this game need to be stuff that captures spider-man's character and shit that he does yeah um so yeah like i suppose if you're gonna make like um an avengers game which is probably a huge task anyway like similar way like if you're gonna make a justice league game it's like fuck we can't even make a superman game never mind making a justice league game fuck <laughs> that but like yeah like think about things like how the fuck do we build a game around the Hulk? Just take that for a second on its own. The challenge is there. The Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> Who can smash anything. And that's literally his catchphrase. Yeah. Hulk but, smash. Yeah. But what yeah. you do How there do you do very, very easily, you should do Planet Hulk. That's no, it. right. But if you're or making an Avengers making game, Avengers I mean, oh, I've only isolated him for a second. Now you introduce everyone else. Like, like you would essentially need to build the game around each character. Yeah. Um, to pull it off, which is why it was it was a huge ask, really. And uh, personally, I think it was the wrong approach. Um, but I don't know what the right approach would have been uh, for those particular characters. Whereas, like, you could easily see someone making a Wolverine game where you build it around Wolverine's character, or a Daredevil X2, game, two Wolverine or Revenge, fucking man. yeah, that was good fun. Or oh, like good. a Punisher game. Do you know what's weird though? And like we were just saying a second ago, like that they they kind of just take the characters and then put it into a style game. For me, that kind of worked with the X-Men fighting games, <laughs> even though it's like, it makes yeah. no sense. But like, do you remember like, uh, was it X-Men Evolution Academy? Or... Next yeah. Dimension or something like that. Do you remember that one? The PS2 one? Yeah. yeah. Um, And it was a fighting game and it was like, this makes no sense. I don't know why Cyclops is fighting Nightcrawler right now, but. Well, this that was is a kinda, bunch of it, fun. It kind of came from the Capcom versus Marvel days, didn't it? A little bit. It's just like ice. Yeah, it was arcadey. The characters. I liked that game. That was good. Yeah, that was fun. So maybe they should do that with like Avengers. Just make like a fighting game. Like go, maybe go that Injustice well, they could do or something. Seriously, uh, cool fighting game with just the Marvel catalog. Like the amount yeah. of characters you could do. Holy like, shit! Yeah, you know they could have their own tournament. Even like, uh, did you guys hear that rumor that? Injustice 3 might be Marvel versus DC. Uh, I did actually, yeah. It was a fighting game. What, what would you think of that? Um, 
That could add more fuel to the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not think that would be like, it's like, yeah, actually, we've all been kind of waiting for this. Oh, yeah, but it will add well, more fuel to the fire. I think, you're... well, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I, th- I do genuinely think that Marvel has probably the more interesting characters when it comes to individual abilities and, like, how they look. And so for a fighting game, I think Marvel is more exciting to have because i never liked the injustice game so i was i don't know the characters for me um i i like them on a storytelling level but i don't particularly like to play as them necessarily traitor go on eric kick his ass kick his ass at your oh, point. i do i just think that i think the marvel characters are are more flashy in a way right yeah, but they just think they they work. How could you get more flashy than the Flash Adam? Come on, like, what well, the fuck are you talking about? It's like <laughs> it's in his name. It's like you know one of the, one of DC's like yeah t- top characters. Like you can't really do it without the Flash, right? But right. you could do no, you can You could do a, Mar- a Marvel one without the what's is it what's Marvel's equivalent the Speedster or some shit like that? I don't the know. Quicksilver. Right. Okay. You could leave him out. You would leave him out. You would leave yeah. him out because yeah, hundred percent. Functionally, as a character in a fighting game, fucking sucks. <laughs> Whereas no, you but cannot the, leave the yeah. Flash out. It's like so. The was it the Marvel equivalent in terms of hierarchy of the Flash? What would that be? Probably right, right. something like fucking Thor or something, right? In terms of importance. Sure. And it's like, well, that's obviously a better character to play as <laughs> in a Thor? fighting game. Yeah, I get you. He's yeah. gonna have more move sets. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like I t- I find a lot of the DC characters are interesting on a story level, but to actually play as them, they kind of suck. Eric what would you think about a Marvel vs DC game while we're here Uh, I think it'd be pretty cool it'd be interesting to see what they would do with it and then it'd be interesting to see yeah like on a story basis why are they fighting Um, what are they fighting over and who's the main villain and then when it comes to like this is probably where I would agree with Adam on the Adam Fuel the Fire it's like if you have Batman versus Iron Man who actually would win in a story concept? Because right. if Iron Thanos Man versus Darkseid, <laughs> I mean, Dark Darkseid would win. There's actually no <laughs> no debate there. It depends. If Thanos has the gauntlet, he'd probably whoop Darkseid's ass. Yeah, but then in that case, if you're given Thanos' his most powerful weapon, then Darkseid would have his most powerful weapon, which is the anti life. Give him the anti life equation. Yeah, 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 so that doesn't work, right? You have to have them both fighting each other without any of their allies. Just them. Okay. Yeah. Dark, then Dark Side would just win. Wouldn't it kind of just look like <laughs> you're playing as the same character with a different skin? <laughs> See, this is what I think as well, though. I would imagine that if you were to make this game, you actually have to think about the functionality of a character as a fighter in your game more, like, as well as balancing which characters should be in it. So, like, for example, you were saying there earlier, and in this case, it's pretty easy, but it's like the Flash has to go in there. So, no speedster from Marvel is getting in this game because we have a speedster. Right. Okay. The Hulk is going in there. Right. We don't need Doomsday. We've got the Hulk. Like their move set would be too similar, so we don't need Doomsday. In that sense, you're kind of fuck me. That's really eliminating a bunch of characters. <laughs> yeah, but well, no, but you'd say that, but like you would have to because how many fucking characters would you put in this? And then would it be just heroes, or would you have heroes and villains? Like the roster is huge. <laughs> Like, how well, would you it, well? It is. Yeah. Like, would you do one hero and one villain from each main property? How the fuck would you balance it? Like, well, well you absolutely doesn't have good villains, so no. You would absolutely have the Justice League <laughs> as priority, and then you would have 
the Avengers, the Avengers. is priority. And then, but like, yeah, but so what about the X Men though? Like, <laughs> which one of them do you put in? And the Fantastic Four, like, <laughs> well, the Fantastic so Four is fine. Fucking... You can have all four of them. That's, you know, that's that's okay. All four of them. All like, four of them. Most yeah, fighting I... games rosters start off with something between twenty four to thirty characters. Right. You'll mm. fill that really fast. Well, actually, what they could do, right, is... <laughs> Maybe we should have 50. 50 characters. I understand. Well, ha- I thought they would have to be. Just, just all of them. Just put them all in. It's fine. No, what they could all do is... Them. You know, in Injustice 2, they yeah. have, like... You could play as Flash, but there's also a costume where you play as Reverse Flash. Or there's Captain Cold, you but then the also skin. Yeah. Mr. Freeze. So it's like your Same moveset's so you different. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like the Hulk and the Thing would actually just be really similar. So you just change the Hulk into the thing you have a different voice actor for obviously the thing and different lines recorded but it's still gonna be the same move set so would it would it be a thing like could you go all tekken style where it's like if you push x you've actually selected this character so it's Kuma, circle, Panda, kind of yeah yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. kind of thing where it's like you can actually swap out the skin essentially you're playing as the character you like but they have the same move set and so in that case maybe doomsday is in there the hulk doomsday the thing and some other big bruce solomon grundy solomon grundy they're the same move set uh, yeah i don't know like i mean i i could see hulk and abomination being two different uh options but i think the thing could probably have a different move set than hulk no but that's just that's yeah but you gotta like it's just an example you gotta example. you gotta try and cut yeah i can't have every character in there you just can't no you can't, can't be done you can't. sure there's a new character every day isn't it this is it like and at this point as well certain characters have become popular it's like maybe at one point black panther might not have been a definite has to be in there but now it's like you gotta put black panther in there like yeah <laughs> But I mean, like, you know what I mean? If, even if you did it like Slade, Wilson, and Wilson Slade, but they'd have to be the same. Like, you know, you just press X for Deathstroke and Circle for Deadpool. Like, but why? They've got different abilities. Deadpool has a healing factor. They're the same fucking character. <laughs> <laughs> they're sorry, not. They're sorry, not the same sorry, Deathstroke's better. But <laughs> you're just trying to anger people. Yeah, no one like you is like about like about zero percent of our audience even know what you're talking about. Uh, but they're fight they're like <laughs> while Deadpool may have healing factor, um, you aren't really going to implement that. You could, Why? you could, you could, you could build up like a it, bar and then you it's press slowly... a, a hotkey that okay. gives you like a boost of health. Right. So his his, <laughs> I don't, his I don't know. Okay. So one move set. One thing is slightly different for Deadpool than it is for Deathstroke. Yeah, but if it's only a cosmetic thing, then you can't do that. Yeah, it would have to be separate characters. No, but sure, when you're choosing that character, the lines and voice acting has changed. So there's still, I know, but... You're still coding for it. <laughs> it's essentially a different character, then. You're That's put, not a different character. You put that much work into it. Well, because when you think yeah, about yeah, it, when yeah, it comes yeah, to fighting true. games... Just don't give them the healing factor. When it comes to fighting <laughs> games, most of the characters are all based off of the one model anyway. Hmm. <laughs> Do you They've think just then slightly changed the moose heads as well? But if they made a Marvel versus DC game, they're probably more likely to put Deadpool in there before they put Deathstroke in there anyway, aren't they? They, they yes. probably would actually. Definitely. No one knows who Deathstroke is. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry for this little segue. It's a bit of fun actually. I, let us <laughs> let us know out there if you want a Marvel versus DC game. And say if you can have yeah, 50 characters, 25 either side. Who would you say needs to be in the game as a playable character? You don't have to go that far if you even just wanted to say your mainstay 10 or 20 or whatever. But characters that you were like would have to be in there in a Marvel vs. DC game, let us know. Um, was there anything else from Gamescom 
that stood out to you or caught your eye or didn't you see that beaver fucking game the timber the beaver one no i saw a i saw a snail one there was one where it's like it looks like um almost like age of empires nearly that you're like building this city but you're just beavers building things out of timber but it not that the game looks fucking amazing or anything like that. I mean, it looks fine. It's okay. Right, yeah, I'm not reading yeah, the photo. Yeah. But the commentator sounded like... Do you know uh, ever Z Frank on YouTube? The, Z Frank? Yeah, the guy who does oh, like the... Oh, is that the guy with the... the nature, the Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Sorry. Okay, maybe it was. I think he was narrating the, the game. I, if he was, like, narrating that whole game... Mm. Game of the year. <laughs> let us know if he is guys and adam might pre-order it um but no, you know apart the, from cult of lamb no not really, not, not the, really the game i was most looking forward to yeah I was, I was so disappointed man i was so disappointed what was it the skywalker saga lego star wars oh being delayed what the fuck, man? Like, that game was supposed to come out last year. This is what I'm saying. I'm t- Again, I am totally sympathetic. I'm not, like, trying to say, like, you developers suck. I'm going to send you death threats. Well, like, no, I'm not like that. But as a gamer who was looking forward to it, I'm really disappointed. It got delayed last year. They said it was coming this year. Then they said it's coming. Again, they don't have a date. They just said spring 2022. And I'm like, oh, man, I'll believe it when I have it in my hand. Like, uh, I was that really... one is a little confusing, though, isn't it? Though it's I mean, like confusing as fuck. Like, like it, it looks finished. It looked finished all along. Yeah, <laughs> it always looked finished. Every time they showed it, it looked like a finished like, thing. I'm, I'm right, wondering though. if I'm they have... who's making it. Who's making this one? Uh, it's the same crowd, but they have made a new game engine for it. No, but like, is it 2K or is it EA that's making this game? Now you have me confused as fuck. It's TT. Yeah, are TT not owned by Warner Brothers? Warner Brothers. TT are owned by Warner Brothers. I'm yeah. wondering if they have like a legal dispute that they have to solve. Settle. Because... Oh man, I hope not, man. Because I, if that's I can't the only see... thing holding them back. Yeah, I don't know why it's taking. Well, like, like... Tech, I can't see how technically this delayed for a year and a delayed again. Because the yeah, I don't know. Like I know they're building it again, but. Let's face it, I that, wonder, that game engine doesn't look that much different than the previous one, does it? Because they're a UK studio, I wonder, with the way the UK was affected by COVID, did they just have a much tougher time um, reorganizing their structure and when working and finishing the game? I don't know. like, Or did they take a stricter approach to like, okay, guys, we are all taken, you know, here was called the PUP. I don't know what it's called everywhere else, but maybe they did take a long period of not working on it. I mean, like, no, guys, look after yourselves. Look after your families first. We'll come back to it when we can. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's, yeah. Like, we we understand why Halo was delayed. Uh, That was due to the backlash. That was due to actual backlash. Whereas the Skywalker saga from the get go, anyone who was a fan of the Lego games was actually excited for it. Like, Horizon could also be delayed partially due to backlash, partially due to uh, trying to just get it ready for the next technology. Yeah. So those are understandable, but I just why the fuck would this be delayed? I I I was wait like so they announced that they were going to be showing something of Lego Star Wars, and they've been so quiet on this for so long, and I was like, that means we're going to get the release date for this. It's coming like this holiday season as a mm. you know family fun game, and it was something that myself and Ash were looking forward to playing together. And when it was like spring twenty twenty, I was like, man, 
Like, why? Why, man? Like, okay, if it has to, it has to. It's, it's just... It's just disappointing. Like I'm, I'm a little good at because I was like, that was your, was, that was your Christmas game. Yeah, like I, I but I love, I actually, I love the Lego games. Like I, I don't care what anyone else says. Like they're, they're fun platformer games. They're couch co-op, and they're still couch co-op. Like they're not doing that online thing. They're like, no, it's couch co-op. It's designed to be couch co-op. Mm. And there's not a lot of those, and it's just fun. And it's Star Wars. It's Star Wars music. And I think there'd be something fun about having like, yes. The nine movies are problematic. This Disney trilogy is fucking a mess. But I think as just games, playing it in one kind of style. Do you think it could be... This could be the most coherent Star Wars saga telling <laughs> because it's all done in one style. <laughs> Do you think it could be worse, though, than the original? original? Because um, of the... Do you think the, the voices could take away from the charm of the original? Well, something that I've heard... And I don't know if it's true, right? Yeah. Uh, because they just haven't talked enough about it. But something that I heard was that they were working on... Um, they said this in an interview two years ago. So I don't know if it holds true. Right. But they were working on that you could toggle in the menu grunts or voice acting. Grunts all the way. So there you go. Like In that sense, then, it's the older LEGO Star Wars games remade. Mm-hmm. It's a remake of those games with... The newest, the, yeah. the newest ones, right? And I'll be honest, I feel like some of the levels from the Disney movies will be more fun to play than to watch. <laughs> really oh, yeah. Too. <laughs> and I think, like, if you look at even in that trailer, some of the environments look amazing. So I think, like, being on Exegol and stuff could look fucking sick. I think the gameplay looks like the fact you're cover shooting in a Lego game. It's class. Yeah, like, and I, th- I, th- I think it looks and like the, they've kind of the, hyped up the lightsaber fights. So the, yeah, the, the fight between Obi-Wan and Anakin. Yeah, on Mustafar, just looks so cinematic. Like I was like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> just looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and even just like I got like goosebumps. Um, now I, I will say in that trailer, Gamescom, the audio mixing was not good, but um, I got goosebumps when it showed you know Django Fett slave one in space, and you heard the sound of that bomb. You know the bomb. You know that bomb, and I was like, "Oh man, the sound effects are great. I love it." You must have seen different like, trailers then. Was this trend? Opening night? Yeah, yeah, this is during the, the opening night live, yeah. Yeah. I don't um, remember that. Yeah, it's very, very quick in there. Oh. It's like I um, probably the flying in between them my tea at that point. The the meteors and, and I thought like the going around at the Tauntaun in on hot looked great. Like the actual environments looked really, really good. Um that's I don't know, I like I I, I, I <laughs> That's a sentence. What? On the Tauntaun with Han and Hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Han on the Tauntaun on Hot. <laughs> Han on the Tauntaun on Hot. <laughs> comes a new tongue twister. Yeah, so I'm... Yeah, I'm that's gutted, a, it I'm is a pity. I, th- I, think, uh, I think Nintendo probably has some of the better games coming out this year than either of the other platforms. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Possibly. Some good stuff coming out on that. Uh, are you concerned at all by the lack of Halo campaign oh yeah. yeah oh yeah i think generally I... online everyone seems to be a bit worried i'm hoping that it's just like nah this, this shit's so good we don't want to spoil anything i hope that's the approach i would rather that was the approach but like the first time they showed it at all which mm-hmm. got the backlash was campaign stuff yeah it was yeah and then they have refused to show anything campaign since then apart from that one little bit where and that's the bit you pay for <laughs> he, was, he was talking to um yeah because the multiplayer is gonna be free so yeah 
Yeah, so it's... I would be worried. Like, I would, I would want it to be good, but I would certainly be worried. Yeah. I heard something where it's like you, you, you pay for the game and you're not really getting anything. <laughs> like, because it, it's like because the game, the campaign isn't really ready or possibly not ready. That's like you're paying for the campaign, and then what you actually have the multiplayer and you have to wait for the campaign. That's what I heard. Yeah, I would say so. I, no, I think they are aiming for a yeah, it'll, a it'll simultaneous release. release. But it is I'm curious. Yeah, like I, I would think that they should before December show some of the campaign. Definitely. Hmm. Yeah. It's not uh, going to make much of a difference they... for myself just because like, you know, with, with Game Pass, you just, you don't feel... You don't feel like you don't feel that sting, right? When you no, play well, you're game, already you're already you're, you're already for paying it. for it, so it's 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 fine. Mm. Um, but dropping 60, 70 quid, uh, someone who doesn't have Game Pass, uh, yeah, it's weird that they haven't showed anything. Yeah, they actually haven't changed the game the campaign at all. They're just gonna run like a social experiment. Where they're like, oh, we totally fixed it. And then they did the ending, release it. And also, everyone's like, everyone's like, well, like, wow, look at all these changes. Yeah, look at, oh my God, it's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, they might. Yeah. Or, yeah, <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. Wow, uh, look at this brute's face. It looks so great. It's the same face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do a side-by-side comparison, but they've just changed their, like, lighting. Yeah, yeah. And you just have, like, a yourself, Snapchat it's better. beauty feed filter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let us know, guys, if you want to see um, something of the campaign for Halo Infinite, or if you're, are you worried about Halo Infinite as a result, or are you just pumped now because you really just want the multiplayer anyway, um, which is free. So, anyway, let us know, and let us know. Separate too. Let us know if you're someone as well who pre-ordered, because the pre-orders are sold out already, like they went out instantly. So let us know if you are someone out there who either pre-ordered or who wanted to get that um, Halo themed xbox series x um yeah let us know it looked what you pretty cool looked pretty cool didn't it, I, I it, like it the, um, yeah the kind of the 20 I, I i think i might prefer one that was a little bit more minimal and just the i was the same the gold lines as they were shown the cool. design i was like oh man that's the one i want to get yeah and then when it finally showed i was like that's eh, it's a bit busy actually i, I actually prefer the plain one because i i like quite a minimalistic design yeah. but had it just been like the gold lines running through it almost like a king theoden fucking armor this is xbox series x yeah uh instantly would have pre-ordered the fuck out of it and went ash forget about getting that for me for christmas forget it i already got it yeah. <laughs> it's done um but yeah as it stands like if someone likes it cool but as it stands, I, I think I prefer that. I do think it's kind of cool that it comes with Halo Infinite pre-installed into it. Yeah, that's that's a that's kind of that's kind of cool. It's a cool package for a Halo fan. Mm. Um, anyway, moving on from the Gamescom stuff, uh, we're now going to be getting into some spoiler territory for Ghost of Tsushima: Iki Island, um, which is our next our next topic that we want to talk about. We're going to talk about the story of it and give our thoughts on the overall experience of it. So if you haven't played that, this is your spoiler warning. We're about to get into that now. And thank you for joining us so far. But if you're staying with us, then thank you for staying with us. And be sure, of course, to always share your thoughts, whether it's down in the comments on YouTube or getting in touch with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take. Let us know your take on Gamescom and on Ghost of Tsushima, Iki Island. So how would you guys feel about the story and how you have finished it? Really Eric. Cool. 
Really cool. Really good expansion. Give me <laughs> more. Uh, okay. <laughs> good to know. I hope, though, with it, because the campaign, the original campaign is very good, and because the expansion is quite good as well, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, they, don't, they don't fall into the same same CD Project Red problem. How do you mean? What do you mean? Well, okay, so Sucker Punch, like the infamous games are good, but they weren't exactly Ghost of Tsushima loved, right? No, no, no. Right. And the Witcher games were good, but they weren't exactly Witcher 3 loved. Yeah. Right? So then for people, they were like, oh my God, like CD Projekt Red is making Cyberpunk 2077. It's going to be like the best thing ever because they made Witcher 3 and Witcher 3 was so good with its expansions. So that's what I'm hoping is that it doesn't become like, oh, Sucker Punch is making that a new their game. Next, that their next project is a Cyberpunk 2077, is that what you're saying? In terms yeah. of like, I don't yeah, yeah, comparison. I don't think you have to worry about that. There's no Ghost of Tsushima is nowhere loved as Witcher Tree. In fact, it's being review bombed right now. So I had to fucking aren't as happy about that game as I saw that on Twitter. Else. Okay, sorry. Before we get into the whole Iki Island thing, then why why is this game being review bombed? I can't see Oops. any reason. I think it's being review bombed because of not the necessary, not the game. But Sony's mm-hmm. Sony's stance and practice. I, I for, for myself, it's like this was a fine upgrade. It was like you know thirty quid. That's that's okay. You know, it's the same price, if not cheaper, than Ground Zeroes, and it's more content. I know, justifiable. Better game too. Um, but if you were to buy the standalone, I was actually quite shocked by the price of it. Actually. Uh, it's only I was speaking to a mate of mine during the week. He works at Smith's Toys uh, in the games division, and yeah. he was, um, you know, he was letting me know about like kind of general customer, uh, kind of perception of the whole thing. It's eighty euro for the director's cut. Yeah, I was okay. not. I did. I I thought it was seventy. I didn't think it was eighty quid. Okay. Um, but it's not the only one. All the PS5 games now have gone up to 80 quid. I thought they had said from the get-go that was happening, though. No, I thought they were going up to 70. I thought 70... I thought it was going to be a 10, 10 quid increase. And it was that, because I remember... Uh, wasn't Returnal 70? I think Ratchet I believe so. 70. But they've now gone up again. So the general backlash, uh, I think, and why it's being review-bombed is the high cost that that's going towards it and it's not that you know i you know obviously with inflation and things like that games are expensive anyway um there is a justifiable reason as to why the price is is going up but it seemed to have shot up again okay and it didn't seem to be a reason for it um in comparison to what microsoft is doing right you know, yeah, yeah, their yeah. games now I hate the game. So I I think <laughs> I think that's the reason behind the review bombing and backlash is a protest towards the increased cost on the consumer end. I don't well, think it has anything to do with the game. Well, guys, let me give you my take. Are you ready? Motherfuckers, strap in, big bitches. Listen here. You want to protest the price of this game? Don't buy it. Simple as. Review bombing it is not the way because all you're doing there is like saying this game sucks, it's shit, and you're actually just hurting the developers, but you are not hurting Sony at all. 
because you're still buying it. So you're still, yeah, still fucking. Well, no, the pe- I think the people who are review bombing it are oh, not. Oh no, they're not it. buying it. They're just dropping bad reviews, so that the game just. The, what they're trying to do is make the game have such bad reviews that other people don't buy it. Yeah, yeah. That's what they're trying to do, right? Right. That's. I I don't agree with it. I have to be honest. I don't agree with that. Even if you feel no one should buy this game, I don't think review bombing is, is, is actually the way to achieve this because so many people are review bombing things nowadays that nobody believes the fucking reviews anymore anyway. No, because they I've don't. Seen, yeah, I've, they I've can't seen... tru- you can't trust reviews anymore because review bombing has become a fucking trend. Yeah. yeah. So I've seen, I've seen many people so... who like, um, if they see essentially any product that's reviewed badly, some a lot of people's mindset is that oh well the product must be really good then because they're saying it's bad and therefore it's just angered people so Mm, yeah yeah. it's like if if the if the reviews then are really like good for some oh well the product must be really bad because they're they're saying it's really good so yeah reviewers just on either end are just not being being trusted so yeah it's not a good idea to do that yeah Yeah, just don't buy it and yeah that's that's simply it it's like if you don't agree with it you don't you don't spend your money on it. It's, it, but yeah, you don't try and um, convince others to join your movement necessarily. By it's the similar with the whole um, Activision Blizzard thingy, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't agree with the practices that were happening at Blizzard, don't buy their games. But simple don't as try and tell other people not to buy them because they might like the game. <laughs> They yeah. might like the, they the might game like itself. Yeah, they might not is... necessarily agree with the practices that are happening. Of course. But like that new Call of Duty Vanguard, for example. Actually, I thought that kind of looked pretty Sorry, cool. yeah, and that was shown at Gamescom. That and that, looked, that, that actually that looked, looked really pretty... gritty and cool, yeah. Uh, nice to see Call of Duty go back to World War II. But um, yeah, I was like, when I was watching that, I was like, I wonder how this is going to be, you know, how this is going to perform now with the whole Activision issue, you know. Um, I get you. People yeah. protesting and stuff like that. That will probably get review bombed as well out of pure protest. But and it's like the irony of that is that this is like it seems as though that this is a very uh, multicultural game. Um main character yeah. seems to be female led. It's like the what you are standing for is going against what you stand for then in this in that case. But it's yeah. like I actually think it's an interesting angle that they're focusing on, like because World War Two has been done so many times in first-person shooters. But I think it's an interesting angle. It's like let's look at the women of World War Two because, like, there was many, 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 many women who fought in World War Two. Yeah, it was no, it's um, a fantastic it, angle to go with, and it's a good, and, I know interesting new angle. Try to do that before, but they're all oh, right. They're, okay, they're, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, they had. Um, I think it's Battlefield Five. Maybe I'm wrong there, but I think the cover of it is definitely a, a, a female on the cover. Oh, uh, okay, Battlefield, okay. Battlefield One wasn't it? World War One wasn't it? No, that's no, a, that's no, a no, that's, that's a dude. That's I've a seen dude. that guy. That's yeah. definitely a dude. Um, no, I I can't remember which one it is, but I know there's there is a female in it. And, and Medal of Honor did the same. Medal of Honor Underground. You played as a French resistance fighter who was female. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. But Battlefield got uh, backlash over it um, due to the historical accuracy right and i think ea's response was just like look we obviously don't care about historical accuracy we're just trying to make more diverse games and it's just like well yeah whereas with this they've gone they've they've found a way to be more diverse with their games in a historical accurate context right yeah and i think the historical accuracy is important you know rather than just trying to 
you know you're playing as any old person during the war because mm. it gives it more uh well it gives it that realism but you depends have the, on the feel of the game the real life story of it um yeah yeah but so, it does depend on like the feel of the game so like vanguard looks like a serious kind of almost well, grounded was trying to be story um but some some of these games like you're like it doesn't fucking matter if this ever in any way possibly happened like it just doesn't fucking matter yeah no but what my point was that battlefield was trying to achieve what they're doing right now okay and what yeah, what yeah. activision managed to do was do it right <laughs> essentially right yeah 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 uh because yes there were um soviet fighters that were women and they fucking kicked ass uh, i think the nazis when they were going into russia they were they they realized that one of the cities would be abandoned and okay they're, they're all because all the soldiers were off fighting somewhere else and uh it wasn't just the women but yeah a huge number of women took took up arms because the soviets actually did train their women to fight <laughs> and they the nazis got fucked so um so take that yeah i, I i'd be interested to check out that game and that yeah. campaign but also I interested mean, to see what way win. the what way the general reception is going to be just because of the stance against activision and blizzard which is a rightful yeah, yeah. stance, but it's just, you know, at the same time, the people making this game, they could be genuinely great people. You know, you not yeah, this particular is, game, yeah, yeah, not going to, it's not really going to damage Activision if you don't buy this game. Yeah, it, yeah, look, at it, it's all complicated, and it will be interesting to see how things play. But I, I did, I want to touch on that review bomb thing just for a moment because, um. From my understanding, like, yeah, again, if you disagree with the price, like, don't buy it. Absolutely. And uh, maybe wait for it to go on sale if you really want it. But um, I I feel that Ghost of Tsushima, and you can see it in Icky Island as well, everything has just been made with absolute love and mm. passion by artists, genuine artists. And I think to just, like, review bomb it to say, fuck you, this game sucks, because I don't want to pay 80 quid for it. But if it was cheaper, I would buy it. Then it's like fuck off, you know. Like that's yeah. it's not a review. It's not a that's not a review. It's just fucking I don't know being a dick about it or something. But um, in terms of Icky Island itself and the content, um, what were some of the like standout moments? Uh, getting actually background onto your father and your relationship with your father and how spoiler alert. Well, we're doing spoilers. Actually, we don't have to do warning. We're doing spoilers. Jump straight right. into it. <laughs> uh, like the the idea of Kazumasa dying. Yeah. You know where where he died and why he died and the relationship. Then you have to sort of like the fact that you, when you go to Iki Island, you have to then you're not building your legend. You're repairing the sac the the relationship between the Sakai family and the people of Iki. That's what yeah. you're doing. Put all the acts like, which is really cool. Um. Yeah, it's quite surprising, isn't it? Seeing that that I don't know why I always assumed that it was like in a snow environment. Yeah, I always thought it was at his home or something. Yeah, yeah, I just thought it was too. I think I think initially that probably was the vision, but yeah, yeah, they were able to design this in a way that no, but it it appears here. And the eagle is great. She's barely in the game, but her Mm. presence is is memorable because of the role she plays. Well, it's that whole, like, or I suppose as Adam was place. saying, yeah, I suppose what Adam was saying last week, the whole kind of Arkham style thing where it's like her voice is playing in your head as you do stuff. And mm-hmm. just like the little random occurrences where she comes in and talks to you. Mm-hmm. It's like that thing of like, I think we're teasing at it last week, but like you fall or something 
just in game and gameplay, is like, look how you fall, Jin Sakai, and all that. You're like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, was that scripted? Like, uh... yeah, it's weird. It's weird I did that on my own accord. Yeah, I I totally saw what you were talking about, Chris. It's like the unexpected last mission. Um, yeah, I yeah, don't right. particularly like how that was handled, and I think it should have had at least one more mission, maybe. After yeah, that. yeah, because none of the missions. Um, generally, I I find that with the main game is that you'd have most of the map kind of uh, cleared through mission, right? You kind of mm. go from here to here to here, and then we actually only got maybe like halfway down, and now it's like the end of the game, and it's like yeah, wow, that's really weird. Yeah, I was surprised at that, um, and I think that's a fair criticism. Is like it doesn't feel like you've reached the end of the campaign before you know it's over. Yeah. Um. As much as I enjoyed the entire campaign, that was the thing. It was like, no, I want more. Like it wasn't like a thing of like, like I'll oh, just get this over with or something. It was like mm-hmm. I want more of this. Um, but I fucking I have to say that I think it was like the penultimate mission, where you find out that uh, Tenzo was the guy who killed your father. Yeah. But during that, as you're killing all the Mongols, the waves and waves of Mongols, the fucking music, man. Oh yeah, it was, it uh, was, it was amazing. on that battlefield. It was just really, really, yeah, great. Oh, so yeah. good. Like I, I, I geeked yeah. out so much. Uh, how did you yeah. feel about the fact that Tenzo was actually the guy, and he kind of he knew all along because he knew he figured out who you were early on. But he oh, he was the one who I, killed your father. I mean, the minute I saw him, man, it's like, oh, you have a name and a voice, and you're a character. Yeah, you killed my dad, didn't you? Really? Old. You saw it coming? Yeah. I thought I did. He was old. And he had a name. He was a character. Of course, he killed that. <laughs> <laughs> That's really interesting, Adam. Did you see that coming? I didn't see it coming, but I didn't quite like how uh, that 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 particular reveal. Um, just because I I would prefer if perhaps the person who killed your dad was actually a nobody and not someone that has been, essentially he's a hero now. Like he's he's like a main character hero. Right, and right. It would have been more powerful if it was actually a just a regular person that just killed him. I think. Yeah, it's just I kind of like the um, like even the main game has a lot of this kind of um, operatic drama about it, where yeah. you know what I mean, like the people clash over their honor and their families and their duties. So I I quite like that, like the guy who was helping you all along, and that you were helping. And that I quite liked, I quite liked this character. And then to find out that he was the guy who actually killed your father. And now there's a sudden, like, there's a want for revenge. But then there's also a, a, a come to understanding that my father was actually the one in the wrong, maybe, in this. In yeah, this I, I, yeah, which I thought was really cool. They could have, they could have still explored that, I think, even if he wasn't the, the person. I got you. Yeah. I just yeah. think that he probably would have a much greater status amongst his group. If he's the guy who killed the butcher, uh, I get what you're saying. You know, yeah, that they could have built a legend around him, almost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I wonder is that something that people even know? Like maybe it's not something that he brags about because it looked like maybe. it was only him there at that moment. Yeah, or very few people there. Um, in the flashback, did you guys like Tenzo as a character? I didn't yeah. mind him. He felt like you know one of the guys off on mainland. Even um, yeah, I, yeah. I liked him. I liked his voice actor too i thought uh, he felt authentic and genuine i didn't particularly like the fune yeah i didn't like her either it's like you sound strange not japanese yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a, not even a little bit no not at all 
Uh, yeah, I, I I agree with that. I didn't like her either. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite part of the game, that part of the game, was um, the mythic quest for your father. Not necessarily the actual mission. Okay, I didn't okay. really like the mission, but I, I thought it was fucking cool. And the fact that it's the last one I've done now, and they're telling stories about the butcher. And he's mm. you've done all these mythic quests before, and the way they're building up these characters and making them to be larger than life, and now hearing that your own father and is held has to descended that. into legend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just thought I thought that was kind of surprising, and I wonder if some point will there be a mythic quest where they talk about the ghost? You see, this is the thing. Like, I think you are playing the origin story of a mythic quest. That's yeah, what you're playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you are playing. Like when Jin finally dies, everything that the ghost did will be like will descend into legend. This mysterious ghost that wandered the islands of Japan and he defeated the Mongols single handedly. And the idols like his mask or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, it would be pretty cool if at some point they like say say this is a trilogy. Yeah. And say part two is actually the last time we play as Jin. Yeah, and in part gets, three, he, gets, he dies from a golf club. <laughs> and in part three or whatever, we play as someone, and Jin's items are the myth- mythic quests, and you can collect the kind of items that used to belong to the ghost, and you could build yourself up as the new ghost, as someone who's like living in in the kind of legacy of Jin Sakai. Like that, that would be a pretty cool implementation, I think. Yeah, of mythic quests moving forward, but obviously you don't want to do that until. I still want to play as Jin, guys. Come oh, on. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Come off the start. Like, he's going to go into a room full of, like, Japanese beggars and he just dies instantly and we're going to give up. It's going to be great. I don't think they're going to do that. No, <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that. Um, I actually preferred the other mythic quest. Oh, it's a do. better quest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, but I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. but he, I just really liked the whole. I don't know. I got like when I was in there, I was like, now I feel like I'm in like an Uncharted game or something. Like the, the crazy pirate and the lost treasure and mm. the caves and the glowing water was beautiful. Yeah, it was yeah. yeah it was nice. What makes it glow? Oh, uh, uh, baggy. Yeah. Oh wow. It's when it's you. It's so dis- cool. It's when you disturb it. It has. It's kind of fluorescent and it'll it'll glow in the water. Yeah. But like for them, then it's just like magical or something. Yep, yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. But all, all, all together, even the way the game started, that part of the game felt a bit uncharted for, didn't it? Yeah, well, it did. The, yeah, the boat. Yeah, the boat sinking, and then you're washed up onto the ocean. You're started. The, I like yeah, you have to you have to find your horse. Yeah, there's a mission to get your horse back and everything. And yeah. the title, even just the title, when Icky Allen came up, ah, oh, looked amazing. It's yeah. so good. Like I had to screenshot that. There was only screenshots at the beginning that I had to take because I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> with everything. Beautiful section of the game. Yeah, I really liked the. Well, the mission with Kenji, I thought was cool. Yeah, that was right. Nice that was about Kenji. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I actually thought, believe it or not, um, I knew it was going to be someone we knew, right? Uh, this the ghost of Icky, uh, because it's like, well, it has to be someone who knows me because they're like kind of taken. You know, they're taking Jin's kind of name or mantle in almost. Yeah. Um, but it also seems because they were saying, oh, we bring them food and we bring them water. And everyone was like, oh, this person's scamming them. I was reminded of, and I thought it was going to be this person. Do you remember on the base game, there's a side quest where there's a guy who's pretending to be a samurai. 
Oh yeah. And all and and oh, yeah. all the women are like looking after him, yeah, but yeah. they actually know, and they're they're only pretending that they don't know. But you can kill and, him, I think. Yeah, you see, I forgot. Like, I always let him go. You see, hmm. and I I I would have laughed so fucking hard if he had like gone off to Icky Island and started doing the same thing there because he was thinking he was safe. But he took your name and be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> No, can you kill him? Does he not surrender as soon as you draw your sword in the duel? Like it, yeah, it you can, sets you up can for an sh- epic duel. I think you shoot and, him though. Yeah. Oh, you, you can, can shoot, shoot him with an arrow and kill him. Yeah. Well, could they not go Merrill on it and go? Most people didn't do that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. But I get it. I get it. He's um, a dishonorable man. I saw. I saw Kenji, and it was funny. But I was in my head. I was going. I bet you it's this a fucking guy again. <laughs> the guy. That's a great <laughs> story arc for Kenji. I thought. You know, yeah, he, cool. he was one of my least favorite characters on the mainland because he was just such a nuisance and annoyance. But to see his, like, you know, full full arc being fulfilled here, I thought was really really cool. I like him. He's a swindler, and he's a uh, you're like I hate you. <laughs> he's but... that guy, isn't he? From um, what's that film? Jet Li's, uh, Fearless. Do you remember Fearless? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah. the the beggar guy? <laughs> yeah it's uh, yeah he's he's that kind of character isn't he he is yeah. he is and he like he'll stick around more than you want him to like i suppose nowadays if he was around nowadays this kenji character he'd be the guy that if you're on holidays and you're like sitting outdoors eating something he'd come up and try sell you stuff yeah there. That, that's a kenji is and you and but he'd be endearing enough that you'd nearly fucking want to buy something off him you're like <laughs> ah, go on you rascal go on take go on take the money fuck off uh so he's kind of cool that way um was there any other like side questy stuff that like stood out to you uh there was one where i found uh it's it's a hidden quest so there's five hidden quests on the island you have to do to kind of 100 percent the game okay. uh, like they won't they won't show up at all you'll never get anything to say they've done it hmm. it's just as long as you have an ending cutscene, essentially you've done it right so it'll never come okay. up with a title and it'll never say it's complete. There's one where I found a random house. I was kind of like, oh, what's in this house? I, I got off. When I went in, there was all the, um, you know, Gyozin's pamphlets, the white pamphlets with the, with the oh, writing yeah, yeah. on it. Yeah. And yeah. a woman looking at them and she was trying to decipher, remember the stories of the ghosts of legend. So then you just sit down and tell her a story. And then that's that's one of the hidden... And I really liked it because I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It implements the legend story. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and I like you know, even Jin talks about Io. It's well, they start off the sentence, then they cut the black, and then he ends the story that like as if he told the whole thing, and then you leave. And I was like, that's kind of cool. See, that's another one where like the legends mode is you playing a mythic quest, isn't that? Kind of. You're yeah. you're playing yeah. what someone else is saying. That's why you have those like, supernatural abilities and stuff. Like, yeah, I fucking love that. It's so cool. Um, there was one where I went to a. Like I loved all the little random occurrences of like the flashes he was getting because he was poisoned, and there was one where there was a cat sanctuary that I went to. I think I was talking about this last week as well, um, but I couldn't say what it was really. But he got there and then got a flash of all the dead foxes. Right. Oh wow. Uh, from that side quest, um, you know, in the in the base game where the Mongolians are murdering all the foxes, yep. which was one of my favorite quests. Yeah. And I was like, does this happen to everyone? Like, what no, I if I never, that. I was like, what if I never did that quest? Or like, what if I didn't give a shit about that quest? Like if this for, like, it just felt like in that moment, I know it's not, but it felt like it was tailored to me. 
-hmm. It was like, oh, you bastards. Like, that's, oh, that fucking riled me up. And then there was another point. I was at a cat sanctuary. And while I was, literally, as soon as it went, like, play the flute. As soon as he got down to do it, a dog jumped out and attacked me. Well, and that was, happened to, I think that happened to me. And yeah. I was surrounded by dogs and these shamans had come with dogs. Basically, they had been waiting to ambush. And I was like, this is really cool. So some of the little oh, quiet I, stuff can... Oh, uh, yeah, no, I, like, think, I think I did get that one. But I didn't get the foxes one. No. And I do wonder about, like, because isn't it in the main game, you can go to that island basically uh, in Act 2? Yeah. Apparently, So yeah. I wonder if a lot of the side missions and stuff like that aren't actually available until a certain part of the game. So are you hopping back and forth between the two or something like that? Because I the, feel like you'd have to. The right? dialogue seems to be very much like the Khan is dead. Yeah. 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 So I wonder how that plays out for He's someone. Um, yeah. Playing it for the it first feels time. very much end game content. Yeah, it does. Like, epilogue, like an epilogue to the main story because it's like a little bit more of it. But also, like, there's stuff about Jin's past, but there's also stuff like. Um, Jin being haunted by some of the stuff that happened. Like, I love the little flashes with, uh, is it Riozo? Is that his name? Mm. Um, yep. You know, his friend, the Ronin. Like, yeah. there was a couple of times where I'd see a straw hat and then he would just be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'd be looking up and Jin would be like, you're not real and everything. And I was so reminded of, like, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, no, War of the Planet of the Apes when, whenever Caesar would see Koba. Yeah. It was really like that. You know, it was like haunted by his friend who he killed because they disagreed on the way things should be like i was like this is mm. amazing or there was a beheaded person oh i did see that one yeah yeah did you see that one and you get a flash then of taka yeah that was and good. he's like traumatized by it oh, so good like i love that uh, that's why i wish i knew when the thing was going to end because as soon as it Same, does yeah, those flashes there's, stop there, yeah there's a lot it i think it needed to be a little bit longer with the main quests mm. there's plenty to do in it with the side quests and the sanctuaries and lighthouses and all that kind of stuff but it for the main quest it definitely needs to be maybe an, an extra two missions i think yeah just to mm. uh, give it a good good length i think it needed to be very to aware explore the island more yeah but i think you need to be very aware that this is the one where i'm gonna kill the eagle well i was going in. aware okay that we were going to kill the eagle on that mission because they talked about bringing her to the site where they killed Kazumasa, his father so they say that mid-mission though don't they i don't think they say it before you start the mission yeah they just say oh we think we know where the eagle is yeah we know i think i was like oh i I was yeah yeah. and i was like going into that mission i was like okay so this is gonna be the turning point where we get captured and someone's gonna die it's gonna go bad this is that point now or like the tension between Jin and Tenzo is going to rile up even more. Like I figured a, a Taka scene essentially had to happen before we ever get to kill the Eagle and it, and it didn't really happen, um, which is okay. But I just, I felt like in, in the beats of the narrative, mm-hmm, yeah, it, ne- it needed something and it, it just kind of missed it. It also felt a bit, um, like I yeah I too felt that that was like a turning point where they felt they were after the eagle, when in actual fact it's like the eagle has poisoned Jin to, knowing that he would infiltrate the, uh, rebels, he he will bra- basically bring the rebels to her, and it felt like the hot gates a bit from three hundred going through those tunnels that the Mongolians mm. would actually have this trap they would they would defeat you there and then and you'd have to 
learn a new tactic or something like that learn a, a new way of, of fighting the mongolians and come back at it but when you get to, get to the end it just felt a bit weird that it's just the eagle and just the other yeah. guy and it's like yeah yeah where's your army like, yeah, yeah, I, why would you I, I, I so thought I was running into a trap here. Like, yeah, where is the trap? It's a bit strange. I, I would prefer to really have chased her down um, with a new tactic, a new technique, and it, she is on her own. And then you have the one-to-one. Um, it's just a bit odd how it played out. She's like the fight? Fight's good, yeah. Fight's good. I fucked you up three her. times, but... I fought her in Kazumasa's armor. I, I was like, yeah. So did I. Ah, yeah, oh, that's cool, that's cool. So um... The scenery was beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely stunning. Well, the whole thing is stunning. Um, but even running through those chasms and like even the like the flowers that dangle down and stuff like was fucking yeah, it was beautiful. Really nice. Yeah. Um, it, but it is a pity that it's just. Yeah, it's just weird how it's just. There's this part of the map and that part of the map that haven't been discovered yet. Essentially, unless you yeah. decided to run around and free roam. But in terms of mission wise, I feel like there's a mission there and a mission there missing. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I. I, one of the things I really admire about Ghost of Tsushima is that some of the uh, side quests won't have a happy ending. Like, I remember one in the main game where you meet a father and he's looking for his son or something like that. Yeah. And you run off. Anyway, it ends in, like, the person you're looking for after hanging themselves or something like that. Like, it doesn't end well. And it's just, that's, it's like, that's life. You have to move on. Um, there's nothing you could have done or something like that. There's one of those quests on Icky Island where um, a monk has gone missing. Did you do this one? Well, you, Eric, you obviously have the 100%. Yes, yeah, yeah. And when you, but then a woman says that her husband has gone missing too. Oh, yes. And you have to choose between the two. And you have to choose which one to save. And I figured uh, she was like, no, please save the boat. And he was like, I will do my best. I was like, okay, so if I do this right, I could probably save them both. But you can't. One of them will die if you, if you save one. Yeah. Um, no matter instantly. what you do. Yeah. Like they're too far away from each other. As soon as you attack one camp, the other camp comes away and kill their hostage. And to me, it was a really like kind of gutting but refreshing way of like just going, look at you can't save everyone. You know, I was like, if this was a Spider-Man game, it would be mission failed if any of them died. I'd have to save every hostage. Yeah. Yeah. But in this scenario, it was just like, no, you've had to you have to make a choice and then you have to live with the choice. And I thought it was really, really well done. Like the writing in general, I think, is really solid. Yeah, I feel like as well they're kind of using this as a playground to explore what they can do next because you could see that being a main core of the next game let's say where um who you save might have consequences um, of who will be with you at the end yeah you know because with the base game it was like you help certain people and they're all with you at the very end to uh, attack the can and um, so you could have like um kind of a suicide uh, mission kind of moment from uh from mass effect, mass effect 2, 2 but like ghost that. of Shima. Like yeah, where I you would have love to actually that, try like... and build up a reputation with someone. Like maybe you didn't do enough missions for them to help them. Maybe you didn't. If if you fulfilled their full quest, maybe they are more your friend now than a, than another person. Yeah, and maybe like their quests have options. Like, do you remember like Lady Massacre at one point fights you in, um, you know the base game, and like maybe in a similar scenario in the sequel with allies, it's like a case of if you can't resolve that issue, you'll actually end up killing that character, and they won't be with yeah, you. Yeah, there'll be disputes and stuff. Yeah, you know, like that would be amazing. I would love like if there's anything that they could add to it, the um, the playing with the relationships around the characters would be yeah, because they could do fantastic. a cool thing with like, obviously there's the tension with 
uh, like fighting alongside a Ronin mm. uh, because you don't class yourself as one, even though you technically are. And then there's the tension between the samurai because you're not, they don't see you as honorable and stuff like that. So you'd be like balancing, like they, they both know that they need you to help fight off the uh, invasion, but they don't believe in your methods. You don't believe in theirs. And it's like tension to them within the group could have mm-hmm. a cool kind of Tony Stark, Captain America kind of vibe happening there where they have to try and build a relationship through the gameplay, through the actions you take. Yeah, yeah it could be cool. I think that'd be really great. Did you guys check out the extra content and um, the digital artwork and the commentary? I did not know they were there. Where do I find them? Where okay. Find them? <laughs> so if you're on the um, base game okay, and you know, no, sorry, not even before you click into the game, if you're just on your menu and you go, you highlight that icon for the game and you right. push options. Okay. And you go down to game version where you could jump between PS4 or PS5. Right. You will also see Ghost of Tsushima director's cut bonus content. You go oh, into uh, that. I, I already have that stuff. Yeah, you go into it though. Right. No, no, no. like it's a menu. It's a separate game, is it? Artwork kind of... you can look at, and there's a video you can look at. So the video is about 45 minutes long, and it's the game's creative director having a conversation with two Japanese historians. And they have a conversation about some of the stuff that's included in the game and whether or not it's historically accurate or not, or just like, it's just interesting that you uh, use that for the period that you're in. And and, or, and then the creative director gets to, you know, say why they did certain things. Like, you know, there's some things that they got accurate and there's obviously things that are like highly romanticized because they're also, it's not just a historical era game. It's also about Japanese cinema or something. And they call it, what do they call it? a hamburger samurai movie <laughs> it was like you know because it's like Americanized? oh you know other people yeah yeah like yeah. other people make uh spaghetti westerns right so it was like so we could we were kind of looking at this as like a hamburger samurai movie like if if americans were to make an akira kurosawa movie this okay. is what it looks like almost you know that's yeah. a, um that doesn't sound quite as romantic as spaghetti western it, it just uh it sounds like an insult. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. It came up like he wasn't saying that that's how they actually class it. But he was like, right, if you yeah. want to, you know, follow that kind of naming scheme, that's one way you could look at it, maybe. Um, but it's look, there's a lot of interesting information in that. Um, especially I hate how that's handled. Then, um, yeah, it's not. It's not the layout is terrible because for me to even to get from one to the other, I had to. So I went into one and then I couldn't go back without exiting out of the app to get back into it. Yeah. In the game, I've, like silly. In the I don't know. I've seen that before though. That that interview and stuff and that artwork. Oh, had you? Yeah, yeah, because it's all it was already there to download. That's not part of the that's not part of the director. I thought it was included with the director's cut. Uh, it could have been if you didn't get it, but I think because we oh, okay. pre ordered it, we we got it. Right? Oh. Well, it was my first time seeing it. I thought because I remember saying I that the director's cut comes with it. So, um, and the artwork then is stunning. The artwork is well worth looking at. I wish I could screenshot it. You're not allowed to screenshot it because really? I would love to. Yeah, because uh, I would love to share the fuck out of it. But it is stunning. Or set them as a. That's an omission. I think is being able to set them as a wallpaper on the PlayStation. Yeah, because uh, there's so yeah. many of them where you're like, oh, I would use that. Yeah. Like they look gorgeous. Look so so good. Like, what's the point in giving you digital artwork if you can't fucking do anything with it? Yeah, all you can do is look at it. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, like I would nearly, in that case, I would prefer a physical art book or something. Uh, absolutely. That was available yeah, to get. A coffee book, and I would, coffee table book, yeah. I would get that. Um, yeah. Because the art is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, anything else that we want to talk about in terms of Icky Island before we finish up today's discussion? The riddles. Riddles, riddles. Which are, um, I'm sure people know, or if you don't, this might be something you've missed. They are PlayStation game references, aren't they? Yeah. Each one is tied to one of three games. God of War, the 2018 version. Bloodborne. Uh, what was the third? Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of, and Shadow of the Colossus. That's right. As we were talking about last week, Eric, I think the statues. Are you like, what do you do with them? Yeah, you were talking yeah. about the scrolls, and I was saying it sounds like those poems have, a, like, it tells you what to do. Like, or at least there's a reference, at least of what to do. And yeah. um, I just refuse to look up. I just wanted to see could I do. I haven't it? even tried could it I yet, it? but I was blown away when you sent that picture of the God of War reference, which I hadn't seen yet, and I was like. Wait, what? Well, the Bloodborne one is the first one I came across, and I yeah, couldn't same. understand what the fuck. And then I came across the Shadow of Colossus one, and I still couldn't understand what the fuck. And once I got to the God of War one, or the Statue of Ash, or Shrine of Ash, or whatever it's called, and saw the handprint, I was like, that's God of War. And then I saw the axe. That's 100% God of War. And then I read the thing, and it's like, Shrine of Ash, and then it mentions Boy, it mentions Stranger, it's like, this is clearly referencing God of War. So mm. then I went to fast travel back to the other ones. And when I saw the, the the Colossus one, I was like, and I'm reading this and it's talking about the Wanderer and Piercing Stone and things like that. It's like, this is Shadow of Colossus. So it's only the third one I didn't understand. And Chris, you said it was it was Bloodborne. And then I it's only up... when I seen it, then I was like, yeah. oh, this makes sense. Like I didn't Google how to do it, but I ended up Googling just to see how many are there. Because I wasn't even sure at that time if it was related to the statues or not. I just saw your picture of like the tree. So I was like, oh, is there just like hidden PlayStation references over the island? I was like, I want to know how many there are so I can go looking for them. It's but then pity, it was just the three statues. It's a pity there isn't four statues. Because Why? they're based off the... I'm pretty sure they're based off outfits you can get for the ghosts in Legend. Right? But there's four classes in Legends. Oh, and one of them is the is Horizon. Is Horizon? Yeah. So there's no Horizon statue, and I wish there was. Oh, yeah, that so would that be good. We just completed. Oh, I forgot about that. So wait, is the Bloodborne and Shadow Colossus and God of War are they all outfits in Legends mode? You get armor sets. Yes. Is it only yeah. in Legends though? I think you can get them in the main game. You can get them in the main game. Yeah, yeah. When you complete the shrine, that's what you get. Yeah. Or the statue. Because I seen. Oh, someone that's your reward. Because I, I was see- I was about to say I was like, oh, do you wear them? Is that part of the riddle? But. I seen no, a, sh- okay. a screenshot of uh, someone, actually PlayStation themselves, which was a spoiler actually, and um, they they also shared the handprint with the axe in it, and right. they were like, "Oh, I wonder what this is." But they're wearing the God of War armor set that you get, because you can uh, see that's it. That's kind of spoilery. It is. It's one hundred percent spoilery. And it's like this is kind of stupid, but I don't know how to fucking solve it. So I I I have a feeling it's you have to wear a particular armor set. Okay. And do a certain thing. But okay. I don't know okay. what the certain thing is. Like, I could probably. I, go I want to try, try to figure it out too. I don't want to look it up. I, I have try a feeling, like, as I'm working through the God of War one, I have a feeling I have the armor set down. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I do. Which armor okay. are you wearing? Um, the Traveler one. You you let me know, Eric, if I'm correct. Okay? No, because if I do that, it'd be spoiler for Chris. Chris wants to figure it out too. 
I'm okay with you letting him know. No, because the problem oh, is like well, I'm, you're wrong there. I'm going. It's not Traveler set with the not the Traveler set. No, the alternative one with the that looks like basically Kratos's armor. It's not no, that the one. bandit the bandit armor like kind of yeah. Uh, no, no, it's not that okay. Because I like the thing is is like I'm going through a huge combination of the sets. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And then. That's all fine, but supposedly you would have to do a specific action, and I don't yeah, know have, what the you, action is. You have to is. wear armor, and then yes, you have to do a particular action. I don't know what the action is, and I don't know mm. where exactly in the vicinity of the fucking shrine are you supposed to do that. Do I wonder, want, does it have do something you, to do with like? Want to know that actually? No, yeah, no, 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 not, not yet. No, no. I wonder, does it have something to do with like? I have no idea. I haven't even read all the riddles yet. I have to get around to these statues, but I wonder, like Shadow of the Colossus. You spend most of the game riding on horseback, right? I wonder do you have to do something on a horse there? And then with like God of War, he throws the axe. Do you maybe have to like throw one of your weapons, like a kunai, or, or doesn't there's an option to throw something? I don't know. I but do you have to kind of imitate actions almost from those? Yeah, games? well, I don't the know Shadow what Bloodborne would be, one says something about uh, appearing as a ghost through fog or something like that, having oh smoke bomb, right? Make, making no shadow, so probably yeah. I mean, I initially because you can your flutes can change the weather, so I initially tried um, creating the fog by playing the the tune on your flute. Oh yeah, you yeah, can change yeah. the weather. And but I'm like, oh no, I'm still making a shadow, so maybe smoke bomb is the the right way to go. But yeah, because right, I just if, don't know the armor set. <laughs> yeah, but that's how you'd make a shadow, isn't it? You'd be a shadow in the fog, so shadow of the classes. Well, I think it said the two must be smoke bomb. Not have a shadow, like eliminate your shadow, but. Um, Oh, okay. And then with the God of War one, it says uh, basically show me your strength of your swing or something like that. So I feel like it's got to be swinging your weapon then. Yeah, right? but, but I just thought... but with the right yeah. armor. Yeah, with the right armor set. Okay. Just read the uh, read the um, Shadow of the Colossus one again there. Now, now or right right now? Yeah, just say it, say it again. The general gist of it again. Well, general gist is. Oh fuck! I can't remember the whole thing, but it sounded like as though you had to uh, walk as a ghost uh, through mist or something like that, right? Uh, so that <laughs> there is no shadow or something. I so you gotta wear your like... you gotta wear the ghost armor. Uh, probably. And then do the smoke I did bomb? do that though. Maybe I haven't done the ghost. I haven't done the smoke bomb thing, but I have tried. I've worn the, the ghost armor. I've tried creating the fog, and I tried doing it at nighttime where there's no shadow. So and that didn't do anything. So it's probably not that. <laughs> hmm. We'll get there, guys. Don't let us know what it is. But if you're watching us on YouTube, jump then into the comments and just let us know if you've done it. Just see how many people have actually done it and um, would be really interesting um like it's kind of it's, yeah it's a bit <laughs> i don't want to be like looking it up because there's like this kind of shit yeah. i just fucking love is uh yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's like, like it's, yeah. it's the riddles from arkham from arkham know? yeah they're, absolutely they're, they're very clever riddles there's so many batman vibes in this thing yeah. isn't there so mm. overall were you um happy are you happy with icky Islanders expansion do you think it's a good expansion before yeah, i finish so yes. out of all yeah, the yeah, expansions i've played from like i mean i think it's a better expansion than let's say the final seven remake one yeah the intermission one yeah it's yeah it, there's a lot more content in it i think it's more worthless than that for example mm-hmm. um i can't remember the last expansion that i think is as good as this maybe some of the witcher ones maybe right eric how about you 
Yeah, fantastic. Really good. Really good expansion. It's a type of thing that, again, is... Um, I mean, I suppose whatever your opinion is on the, the pricing of it, but it's one of those things that just goes to show that the developers have a love for the game and are, are generous enough to, to give to the players and appreciate the players enough that they're going to give them something worth not just money, but time to play. And yeah. Love. Yeah. yeah, I so think... Yeah, I, yes. yeah, very good. I think you're right. There's a lot of great content here. There's a lot of love here. And it really... It does feel like an extension of the base game. It doesn't feel like some weird out-of-place thing. It feels like... It actually feels like a very necessary um, story experience. I love all the flashbacks with the father and stuff. I think they're great. Um, but now we'd love to know what you guys think. So if you're watching this on YouTube, again, jump into the comments. Let us know your thoughts on Ghost of Tsushima's Icky Island expansion. You can go full spoiler on that, but just don't spoil those riddles until we can figure them out. Um, and also, there might be other people who still haven't figured them out. Um, and let us know your favorite moments from that new story. What's your favorite thing about the Icky Island stuff? You can also let us know all your thoughts on Gamescom. And if you listen to us on audio platforms, you can touch base with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take. Again, to give your take on everything we brought up today. Uh, if you enjoyed this on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, hit subscribe and click that notification bell and also follow us on all of our social media, guys. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back to talk about more gaming topics next time. Bye-bye.